throw football jokes. Make it uncomfortable. Woof. Never get tired of the greatest intro in podcasting. Do it again. Ah, oh, dang. It. <laughs> <laughs> Have we gotten it right in the last, like... I, I don't know what's going on. It's sorry. You know what? You can manage the, the intro, Reed. <laughs> I would listen to it again. No matter what. Let's make it uncomfortable. All right, let's not even talk. Let's just play the, the intro. Thanksgiving, you know, let's get that going in here, too. <laughs> just kidding. We are here with a Pro Football Jokes podcast, and not only will we make jokes about intros, we will make jokes about professional football and maybe some jokes at the expense of our unpaid intern, who is here on the podcast, Reed. Hello. Oh, my gosh. It's good to be back. Is still playing football. It it feels like a dream, uh, <laughs> to be perfectly honest with I you. I hope it doesn't turn uh, nightmare. Got him. I find myself at work just like scrolling through Bengals news, like just waiting to see, oh, this is all a joke. <laughs> they were joke. eliminated in week 18. <laughs> and Alex, uh, your team is totally still playing football. Yeah, yeah. They're just, they're, they're so good. They got so many buys. They're, they're, uh, they're just <laughs> waiting. waiting. September. Yeah, that's <laughs> how good they are. That's awesome. Oh, man, man, we got a nice three-man pod going here to discuss, you know, pretty minor news, pretty boring topics, you know. Actually, let's start with the not-as-much-fun stuff, the things that don't relate to current playoff football but might relate to football playoffs in the future. I don't know. But a little bit of a coaching carousel going on. I mean, it's not completely done with all the different uh, firings and hirings that will be happening, but there have been some hires. One that surprised me. I really thought Dan Quinn was going to be the Broncos' next head coach, but that's not the case. Alex, what do you make of the Broncos' hot? Well, I kind of like it. I feel like, you know, going Dan Quinn, it's like another veteran defensive coordinator guy. Um, you know, instead they go uh, Nathaniel Hackett, you know, an offensive guy, obviously. So, I, I mean, not exactly a, a young, you know, one of those young boy geniuses that people like to hire, but – He's done a great job for the Packers. He's been a uh, you know a huge success, and obviously probably won't have. I guess he could have Aaron Rodgers. I don't know. Maybe that's their their plan is try to lure him over there. But uh, uh, you know, obviously it'll be more of a challenge if he's working with you know Drew Locke or whoever <laughs> the Broncos end up having next year. He's like, what? I don't just say do whatever you want. <sighs> that is going to be tough. You know, it'll be interesting. I, like you said, I think the change is nice, and it tends to be what teams do is kind of flip. Hey, our defensive coach didn't work. Let's get an offensive one. Oh, man, our offensive coach didn't work. Let's get a defensive one uh, sort of deal. So I guess in that sense, it's not as surprising, uh, but it's just kind of weird where it's like you got an offensive coach, but what do you really have going for you offensively? <laughs> I mean, you're tight and they the got the your wide receivers, and like, you're just kind of like, oh, what's going on? They got pieces. They just need yeah. a quarterback. Yeah, they. I, I agree. I mean, they got a great running back tandem right now. They got. I, I think they do have some, you know, young talented receivers. Gordon Sutton and Jerry Judy and Tim Patrick's playing well. And I'd rather uh, have Randy Moss than any of those players. You just <laughs> <laughs> you make a good point. I mean, kick them off the team. But, uh, I, yeah, I don't know. I It, it is a little bit of a strange hire just because, like, Nathaniel Hackett didn't even really call plays in Green Bay. Um, so, I I don't know. It's it's definitely 
unusual, but I, I maybe I, I didn't even think about it before I just started mentioning it, but like maybe it is their way of trying to get Aaron Rodgers. I on the, definitely on see team. that. Yeah, he gets fired two days after Aaron Rodgers retires. <laughs> they're just gonna redo the whole Peyton Manning saga. Aaron Rodgers will come in, they'll win a Super Bowl, and then yeah. they'll be in a flex for the next seven years. <laughs> Every <laughs> franchise would take that deal minus maybe like oh, three that's true. <laughs> Gladly. Gladly. I think I'm just happy that it's not one of these retread hires, unless I'm completely ignorant and Nathaniel Hackett has been a head coach before. <laughs> he is not. Okay. Um but there's nothing that's more depressing than seeing a failed head coach like Dan Quinn go to a team that needs a turnaround. And you just kind of know, uh, I mean, Dan Quinn be did pretty good after getting fired. Of, he did a pretty good job in Dallas. I know, Compared but Jason there's all that. did a terrible job in Dallas and did the worst job. <laughs> <True>. and, <laughs> but it is like different being horrible, a head coach. I, I don't know that like being a great defense coordinator, like translate to being a great head coach. I mean, we've seen that. Not I, I, I mean, Dan Quinn wasn't a bad head coach. That's true. No, he, he was I, I fairly successful for a number of years. Like, had some pretty. He only went teams. to a Super Bowl, but then you know, we don't need to talk about what happened in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, that's why you never get up to twenty-eight points on Brady. You stay thirty-seven. You can still manage to hang on to it. But I mean, it's it's interesting on that end. I. I do you think there is something said to, with experience and sometimes people just don't work out in one spot? But I mean, think about, I mean, it's not a head coach, but think about how just sad you feel for Panthers fans knowing that Ben McAdoo is going to be their offensive coordinator. <laughs> I mean, that's totally going to work out. I'm sure. <laughs> that, one, that one's yeah. tough. That's a joke. Ben McAdoo and Sam Darnold? Who's stopping that? <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, Matt Rule is like that the 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 Matt Nagy of this next season, he started like six <laughs> and, and it gets kind of worse. Andy Andy Reid once was a Super Bowl Super Bowl losing former head coach, much like Dan Quinn. So, that is yeah, true. That is true. Andy Reid is a better coach, so changes <laughs> yes. it. But if you don't look at that fact, yes, I think that's what. But I guess. On the flip side, I am surprised that Doug Peterson hasn't gotten more traction with any team. Well, when you lose your coordinators and then suddenly your team is not good at all anymore, <laughs> you wonder how good you were. It's true. I I think Doug. I mean, I, I don't know that Doug Peterson has been like that actively looking for. Yeah, that's true. I don't know how much he wants the head coaching Jim job. Jim Codwell needs to be in the NFL. Get him back. Yeah, I wouldn't be opposed to it. He's better than a majority of these graphic coaches. And majority Probably true. Up there. I agree. I feel like you know, he's he's already had two head coaching jobs. It's hard to get like a third but opportunity. What, what, like. what went wrong at the Lions? The Lions wanted to hire Matt Patricia. <laughs> <laughs> I had three winning seasons out of four. I'm like the best coach you've had in 70 years. We just missed the playoffs. It was kind of fluky, but like we're excited to come back. Yeah, yeah. But we heard going three and 13 is pretty great. So (laughs) Jim Caldwell's career like record must be like crazy. Let me me look up what that is. 
He's got a winning record on the Lions, which is a Super Bowl hey, in itself. He went he went fourteen and two his first year on the as the Colts coach. So let me just see what is uh... that three and thirteen season got you Jeff Okuda, and look how great that is for you. And then yeah, uh, sixty two and fifty overall is sixty two and fifty. Yep, that's really not bad. He's been fired twice. Yeah. You're positive. He did, he did also have the 2-14 and 14 season on the Colts, so it kind of balanced out there. Does he have a better even. record than Kyle Shanahan? Uh, I'm, yeah, for sure. I mean, Kyle Shanahan, right. I don't think, even has a winning record. God. Uh, Kyle <laughs> Shanahan, I mean, I think he's a very good coach. But no, I do. It does seem weird that he's had a couple just stinker seasons. Nobody and everyone is just Zach kind Taylor of... Seasons. Well, yeah. <laughs> I think I saw something that just absolutely stunned me, and I don't even believe it, where there's somebody posting about how they were shocked that Doug Peterson and Dan Quinn haven't gotten jobs, and people are opting to go for, like, the next Zach Taylor. And I was like, that's not right. <laughs> that's that, not right. No. Fully sold on the current Zach Taylor. Yeah, I don't – yeah. I honestly <laughs> don't even know if we've gotten to this point. I just want Mike Tomlin to be my like daily coach. I just feel like he'd be awesome. He'd get me in the right positions all the freaking time, and I'd enjoy doing it. I'd, I'd be a big fan. So Mike Tomlin, come to Detroit, please. And I'd like Dan Dan. <laughs> just help him out. Uh, so speaking of the Colts and 2-14 and 14 and no longer having Andrew Luck and, you know, just kind of everything has uh, gone downhill for them, uh, they are now uh, – they've lost a coach. So are the Colts yep. going to be okay? I, I think the Colts will be fine. I mean, you know, they could use a maybe an upgraded quarterback, but I think they're I – don't, I don't know that Matt Eberflus was like the key to their success there. Uh, I, I think Matt Eberflus is a, is a solid coach, and I don't know, I guess sure for the Bears. I don't know. I guess they did that. They, you know, they had the offense guy, and now they're switching to the defensive guy. Uh, so uh, – I, I I don't know. I, I don't know if the Bears' defense was the problem, but you know, I'd... even when they had Matt Nagy, it still felt like a defensive identity team. Yeah, it is. <laughs> Maybe the Bears are just resigned, like they know that, like it doesn't matter what we do, we're always going to be a defensive team. <laughs> so let's just lean into it. We're always going to have a crappy quarterback. There's nothing we can do about it. They had the original RG three, Alex. How dare you? <laughs> that is true. Took him to the Super Bowl, and they were winning in that Super Bowl. <laughs> All thanks to him. Totally. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, the Bears—they're going to continue to be kind of whatever, you know. You know just gotta be enough, completely honest. Turn out to be my, Really, my only thoughts on this are just: oh yeah, the Colts defense was pretty good. Hopefully that'll translate to the Bears. I don't know how else it's going to be. I know <laughs> nothing about Matt Eberflus. I mean, yeah, that's all I know. Is that he, <laughs> you know, the Colts, Colts had a solid defense. Yeah. So. <laughs> that's all I know. Uh, yeah. He doesn't so, even yeah, know yeah, kneecaps. Does he know what he's doing? Is he going to leave kneecaps on his opponents? Yeah, he's like focusing NFL, on winning games or something. Yeah. The NFL would be such a more entertaining league if every coach was like Dan Campbell. <laughs> Dan Campbell, I'm ready to be your starting quarterback whenever you call. <laughs> I will bite kneecaps. I'll throw an interception and try to bite that guy's kneecaps as I'm 40 yards behind him, realizing that everybody is so freaking fast 
<laughs> May have overestimated my skill level. I'd pull a real football team and just try to trip, throw in a triple coverage to Terry McLaurin down the field on the first play of the game. Oh, got picked. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that was – yeah, it was like their first play. But, you know, it's uh, – is that against Dallas? It worked out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Cowboys had to drive before that, so it wasn't the first play. Their first offensive play. Uh, <laughs> their first opportunity <laughs> to throw the ball. And much like Alex wanted to leave after that moment happened, somebody just said, they're out. And that's Sean Payton. He's like, I got three years left in my deal. My team has a good defense and an interesting offensive position and some really good names, and Michael Thomas might come back, and – I just don't want to do any of that stuff. I just forced them to pay a <laughs> ton of money for Taysom Hill. For whatever reason, they did it. Well, Taysom yeah, Hill's on the early so. Yeah, I, I honestly think it's like kind of a genius move by Sean Payton. It's like the Saints, you know, the, the Saints lost Drew Brees. He's, you know, he couldn't retire like he's right when Drew Brees retires. You know, that, that looks bad, but he coaches them through a still a solid season after Drew Brees, despite, you know, some shoddy quarterback play, uh, you know, now leaves them in cap hell. <laughs> and he's like, you know, I don't really want to figure this out. I don't want to figure out this, you know, getting a new quarterback and stuff. That sounds like a lot of work. I'm out. Uh, might be back for another team when uh, a good opportunity comes back, like, you know, Bruce Arians did and won himself a Super Bowl. I, it's like, I could probably do the same type of thing here. So let me just wait it out and get a new head coaching job that I want in the future. <laughs> did Bruce Arians... He's going to coach, coach the Chargers like the next year. year right? Yeah, he, Bruce Arians had, had Winston the first year. John, okay. John Payton is going to the Chargers, I'm calling it. Next year, the Chargers disappoint again. And they just fire the crap out of their coach and trade whatever they fun. have to do the Saints. And then I mean, Herbert, Scott, Sean Payton, and the whole league. Really like, well, interesting that's to nice. see Herbert with Sean Payton. Yeah, I'm sure both Sean Payton and Justin Herbert would like that quite a bit. <laughs> <laughs> so you heard it here first, folks, on the Pro Football Jokes podcast. I'm sure you can get great odds on that. Who will be the next coach? <laughs> Charge! Uh, but yeah, I mean, jumping, you know, the Saints will be worse next year, no doubt. That sucks for the Saints. I'm sorry, Saints fans. But we will see him coach again in the NFL. It, uh, oh, for sure. But, I mean, it probably won't be bad for him just in life. I mean, he been, was there a long time. It's been a while since he's been suspended for a year. And so it's nice for him to get that you're off again without yeah. having the disgrace. Just pissing people off instead. So, Good yeah, job. he said he he might want to do media for a year or two. So, maybe he'll go work with Drew Brees. We will double our interns' pay for you, Sean. We know you listen. <laughs> we want your insight on the pod. Oh gosh, but yeah, that's that's um, pretty neat. We'll see what, what the Saints do where they where they go. With that they try to hire Dan Campbell back. Uh, but uh, yeah. Seems likely. I think so. Totally. That's healthy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, looking at uh, teams that are still playing football, we had, um, it's kind of weird to say, like the best, you know, weekend of football out there. And I think it is 
in large part because of the order of the games yeah. worked out so perfectly that it just was like, oh man, that was kind of a boring game, but what a cool ending. Uh, same sort of thing. Oh, that game was really fun. The comeback and ending, and then like what just happened? I've never seen football before. This is the thing I've ever watched. I think if, if like that Chiefs game was first, I think the weekend gets remembered differently as like a cool, super awesome weekend. But it's all just about that game entirely. But because it was last, it's like the whole weekend is the greatest thing. It did just kind of perfectly. I, I don't know. I I enjoyed definitely the whole weekend of football. I was ready to say like that that 49ers Packers game was one of my favorite games to watch all year. And then obviously it ended with you know one of the best games I've ever seen in my life. So uh and I and the you know obviously the Bucks game was crazy. So I I think it's one it might be the best weekend of football I've ever seen. I I don't know. It's hard to remember exactly, you know, what weekend was was the best, but definitely definitely up there. It does feel weird that like a game where there's an interception with 20 seconds left that leads to a game-winning field goal is like the worst game of the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that, inter- that interception was such trash. Obviously not for me, but <laughs> that interception was such trash, unbelievable. It was so good, and then I heard PFF say like, "Yeah, they could have thrown a flag on Eli Apple." I was like, "Fuck off!" It's <laughs> Eli coverage. Apple. He he gets he gets a pass anyway. You know? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he gets he gets a little extra leeway totally yeah. fair uh but yeah i so i mean quite frankly i did not get to watch the uh saturday games live i had to really kind of keep up with it on my phone and of course reading and, and checking it all out so i don't have uh great i mean i saw the end of the packers game but uh for the most part I didn't really see it. So you guys want to take a lead on, on the, your Saturday football experience? I mean, I can talk about the Bengals game, even though yeah, go ahead. I was texting y'all that I unfortunately was not able to watch the first half because um, I was in a D&D campaign. But I obviously like kept leaving when I was like, it wasn't my turn. I kept leaving to go to the TV and see what was going <laughs> on. And, you know, every time I went there, Joe Burrow was getting sacked. But um it just felt like a a good defensive slugfest. I mean, they got the interception right at the start, kind of set the tone. And then I think the Bengals got a little rattled with the sound in Nissan Stadium and doesn't help when your offensive line is already bad. <laughs> um, so Joe Burrow just didn't have the time or the looks that he was normally used to. But, I mean, they grinded it out. Uh, Samaje Pirine tried to throw it away with that <laughs> horrible, horrible drop. Um, I, I, I thought that kind of reminded me of the Jeremy Hill fumble. It like, did, did a I... little bit. I was <laughs> cursing and I was like, this is how we're going to fucking lose <laughs> with this stupid. And like, I hated that every tweet or post that I saw during the review of that interception was like, oh man, I think this is going to get overturned. I think the Bengals are going to catch a break. And I was like, no, it's an interception. <laughs> like it's just stand. And they're trying to make it a controversy. I'm like, no, he picked it off. He grabbed it. Um, but honestly, I feel like I've been thinking of like just two plays that stick out in my head and they are just the two most meaningless plays. I feel like that most people would think of. Um, but it's my Bill Belichick coming out. It was on punts. And there were two instances 
where the punt landed like within the 10 or so. And Trey Flowers, what a damn gunner. He got there and tackled the guy immediately as he caught it. <laughs> Just like negative one yards for return. And I know no one gives a shit about that, but it stood out to me, Trey. <laughs> Excellent special teams play. I'm sure he's listening, Reed. I know. I think so, too. You know, forget about the Joe Burrow shot to Jamar Chase to set up the field goal. Forget about Evan yeah. McPherson having the stones to kick a 52-yarder. Was was there a second play? You said there were two plays. It was like two special teams plays where Trey Flowers did the exact same oh, thing. did that thing. twice? Yeah. Okay, gotcha. He's just a beast. Well, I mean... I, I Yeah, I thought the game, like, it certainly felt like it felt like the Bengals were the better team the whole game. It just felt like they couldn't protect Joe Burrow was the issue. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. The Titans offense was, was pretty bad. Like Derrick Henry did not look good at all. I thought like, yeah, Foreman looked like the better running back. I'll say Foreman looked like a beast when he, he had that run where he just crushing, was shredding tackles. I kept on thinking like, is that Derrick Henry? He looks a little more nimble. <laughs> and then it was like, oh my god, that's Deontay Foreman who just shrugged off Jesse Bates, Mike Hilton, and just got like a thirty-yard gain. Yeah, I mean he's played well. Like I, he's like he's just slow, but like he's like a good running back. Like yeah. he just like you see him on the, even on that run. Like people just continually kept catching him from behind. He broke a couple of the tackles <laughs> that the people who were catching him. But um, I mean, like again, he's he's a good back, and I think Derrick Henry wasn't quite healthy because no. uh, I think Devon Foreman should have just gotten the ball and I, I don't know if Derrick Henry should have even played. Well, especially that third and inches, they yeah. decided to do the read option with Tannehill and then have Tannehill keep it. And then obviously he gets tackled and then but to try the Daniel fourth and short with Derrick Henry. Keep it. He just like kept it and was yeah. like, uh, now I got to run. Um, I'm dead. Uh, ah, I don't damn. know why he kept it there. He definitely should have given that. Yeah, I just, zero chance. Trying to get two Henry with doesn't the ball. get that yard. He's gonna fall forward. He's gonna get hit and fall forward for two yards. Like that's that's it was one on one. He wasn't gonna get stood up and thrown back, no matter how bad he's running that day. I mean, he did on the fourth down, but he like weirdly hesitated and just was, stopped. It was like a fourth and three that they called fourth and one. I was like, it's not even close. To fourth and <laughs> yeah. one. And they ran it in the most obvious straight up the middle and just got destroyed. It was like, you just wanted to do this last play. You screwed it up so hard. You can't do it anymore, but you still yeah. do it. Yeah. When well, they stopped Derrick Henry on the goal line earlier, uh, yeah. too. So. That was Clay Johnston, I think, or Clay. He was a fucking practice squad player. And he just came around the edge. Derrick Henry's running with one leg, man. And I that still- is true. Derrick Henry's like <laughs> limping into the end zone, but still. Yeah. And he's still out of the yard. Good good job by the Bengals. As soon as, uh, that, as soon as that play happened when I saw him shotgun, I was like, this is Marshawn Lynch on the one yard line. <laughs> I was like, what is it with teams and not just doing the, the right thing? Are they are they outsmarting themselves? Are they overthinking it? Like the Chiefs have the little like on the one or two yard they need it on fourth down where they do the fake handoff, roll out, hit Tyreek Hill. Like yeah. No one in the world has ever stopped that. Like either Mahomes runs it or Tyreek's open or like Kelsey somehow is 10 yards deeper than everybody else and gets a touchdown. It's just it's like this wins every time. Why Why do we need to make this fancier than it has to be? The Chiefs also have that play. They did it against the Bengals on a fourth and short where Mahomes is in the gun and there's like a running back 
to his left or right, doesn't matter. And they bring like the tight end in motion, it's and then the tight end. Better. Well, the tight end, no, the tight end like comes in motion, gets behind the center, and stops, and then just like gets under center and takes the snap and lunges yeah, forward. Yeah. And then Mahomes and the running back come and push him forward. And it's like you're not <laughs> gonna stop that. You literally or can't what stop. What you do that. is you have your backup tight end take the snap, roll out, panic, pitch it instantly, and you don't get any yards. <laughs> <laughs> that's another option I mean you, you can't do it that way <laughs> uh, there was a really bad play these games were awesome in part because they were so imperfect yeah I, I would agree I think I think this one uh, this earlier one was probably my least favorite I mean not that it was a bad game but just the other games were, were awesome and uh, I think there was a lot of stalling especially like the Titans offense I felt like was just not very good. Ryan Tannehill was not good in this game. And no. <laughs> so, is the ball able to hit the ground completely while the guy catches it on the ground to be an interception? I thought, like, to my eye, it looked like he had possession of the ball and it didn't move or anything and it just, like, hit the ground. Let the record show this is a Bengals fan yeah. After, yeah. They won the, after they won the game. <laughs> yes, it's very easy for me to say this now. Yeah, I I think it was like super close. Like you have to you have to have control of it before it hits the ground, obviously. Uh it was like super close if you got it before or like simultaneous, but like I feel like they just had it stand or maybe they were able to do it frame by frame that he had it like one frame before. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I actually I, mean, kinda... I watched that I watched that live. I know I didn't get to catch the whole game and I already said that, but that part I was watching live. My buddy Brad was there and we're watching it. And I flipped out because I just thought it was a sick interception and I'm losing my mind that he was able to like actually get up and run after it. Like he was just was like killing it. I thought it was so awesome what I saw and basically was like if you ever like got a pick like that backyard football style and someone tried to say no it hit the ground like a fight's gonna break out there's no there's no way like it just it was so smooth the whole movement that he did to get that ball and to keep going is what leads me to believe like I my eyes just told me that's a catch like it wasn't pinned down like other people you see catch on the ground and it just doesn't look smooth because they pin it on the ground and, and yeah, pull yeah. up. That one was just, I got this the whole way. Uh, I will I say, if the Bengals did lose, I hope the media would have flipped out about that as much as they did the stupid whistle play. <laughs> well, that <laughs> was my play. God. That's kind of a different situation. But... All right, but the whistle play stupid <laughs> too. Really. Oh, that won them the game. It's like, it's been the second quarter. Tyler Boyd was on an island. There wasn't anybody within like five yards yeah, of him. Yeah, because they blew the whistle, man. That would have been a pick six. It, it was, was like six. five minutes. The, the Raiders had completely stopped. Yeah. Not fair. And so I had an interesting – speaking of the whistle, I, I, I coach middle school basketball, you know, the, the, the peak. It's me right there and Bill Belichick up there. For the coaches. Yeah. Uh, and uh, we, we were playing a game. And the other coach – called timeout so many times without the referee hearing it that my players stopped playing basketball. <laughs> it was incredible. Like my players just assumed like she's yelled it nine to 12 times. And uh, so they just assumed the timeout would be granted. And so they just started walking off the court. <laughs> what a trick play. It's almost as good. How's the opposing team like shot? Like was the balls in the air? That is when the referee grants them timeout. And and so 
That's uh, almost we, as good as the we Nets. Won, like, we still won that game amidst the whistle controversy of that middle school basketball game. <laughs> uh, but that's my little fun whistle story that has nothing to do with anything, but I hope everyone did, enjoyed that. Did y'all see the Brooklyn Nets when they were playing the Wizards and their assistant coach literally just stood up and put his hand out and like deflected a pass? <laughs> Pulled a Mike Tomlin. Yeah, and the refs didn't see it, so they just <laughs> called it a turnover. That's and this awesome. was like late in the fourth quarter. It was like a five-point game, That's and the Wizards awesome. ended up losing by one. That's like when the entire bench, when they like, when you throw that like corner three in front of the opposing team bench, and like eight dudes yeah. stand up around. They all stand up. Shoot. It's like, and it's just <laughs> that shouldn't be loud either. Man. They like get on the court <laughs> to stand next to you. It's just weird too because they realized it like afterwards, and then they find him, but they find him like. Ten thousand dollars. I was like, I feel like he ruined the game. <laughs> like, yeah. I feel like it should be more than that. He's an assistant coach. You find him ten grand, then you find the team something more egregious. I guess ten grand yeah. is a lot of money just to lose. But yeah, he. I, I, <laughs> that's bad. That's bad. <laughs> He's at home laughing about that sucker. Good job. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. But. Yeah, and so then then we go to the ice bowl game. After that, I I loved this game. I was ready to call it my favorite game of the week before, like even like you know before the fourth quarter. With two minutes two left in the Chiefs I game, was, I was like, oh my gosh, yeah, that, 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 yeah. And then I'm like, okay, obviously not. But, <laughs> <laughs> um, but I I don't know why it was just so much fun to watch. It was like obviously like there were a lot of struggles on on offense for both teams at times, but I'm like. There were a lot of good plays being made, uh, some great defense. Like, I still, like, Jimmy G obviously struggled and made some terrible decisions, but also, like, made some plays that were fun to watch. And then, like, I feel like the, the block punt, like, you know, made me jump out of my seat, which is, you know, awesome when you get a play like that. And uh, I don't know. I just found it, like, a lot of fun to watch. It was a, you know, these weather games, you know, every once in a while, I think are, are fun. Yeah, it just felt like classic playoffs, like we were texting about. Just the elements, it's freezing cold, it's two great franchises just battling and trying to find any way to win. And then for it to win on a block punt, well, not win, but for all the momentum to shift on a block punt, (laughs) yeah. That's what I like like about football, It's, it's three phases. These kids, they're, they're all about this, this offense and spread and throw the ball around. But, you know, real, real teams really focus on the, the kicking game. So, uh, uh, but seriously, their, their special teams has been trashed for like three years. So, yeah, maybe uh, it's time to retire for Mason Crosby. Like Crosby That's hasn't hit a kick. Perhaps. In, I don't know. Like, you can't, I, I just can't remember. He has three games a year where he misses four field goals. And it's like, don't worry. Yeah, I don't know how he didn't get cut after the Bengals game, to be honest. It's unreal. And then, I mean, Oren Burks is the only guy out there trying for their special teams. I don't know (laughs) why their coverage is so bad every single time, and they haven't had, like, one good return in years. Like, they probably asked, like, Adams, like, hey, you want to return? Like, it's big games. Like, have you seen the other 10 guys on the field? (laughs) I don't want to get killed. (laughs) But, I mean, it is huge, and they're backed up, and it wasn't like an all-out pump block or anything like that. It just freaking screwed it up. Uh, yeah, I don't know that the 49ers were, were scoring a touchdown there late that game, uh, yeah, yeah. you know, on offense. So, yeah. obviously, that that's one thing. They, you know, they move the ball at times, but 
What are the chances like, if they would have just like muffed the snap and they get the ball on the eight yard line that they scored? <laughs> Probably like twenty five percent chance. Yeah, it's like, it's like a fit. I mean, fifty <laughs> shot. Like it's not. Yeah. It's not good. <laughs> Depends on how healthy Debo Samuel was feeling. That's what I'm saying. Like True. it was being nuts. Uh, just how bad their offense was in that game, and they—I mean, they—they they had one drive to get the game-winning field goal. Which, to be honest, I saw like the beginning of this game, and then the very end. Like I did see the block punt, and and then the, then from then on. But uh, like I saw Aaron Rodgers march on the field and score, and I'm like, well, the 49ers are dead. And then yeah, it's also like I yeah. never thought the 49ers were going to win until that block punt. I was like, oh my, like, <laughs> well, I, it was just I, such I, a switch. I thought it was so cool that they did that, but I'm like, well, Aaron Rodgers is not getting the ball. He's got to go score. Like, he's motivated, and these 49ers can't be that good. Like, there's got to be something that happens. And they didn't even get a first down. Yeah. 49ers defense. I was say, 49ers defensive line. Is I mean, Rodgers got sacked, what, five or six times? Aaron Rodgers is going to be the MVP after he, like, quit on his team in week one. Just, <laughs> just totally yeah. didn't want to be there. And then put up 10 points. It's a, it's a regular season award, dude. Uh, you know, can't can't I count can do the playoffs. whatever I want. That'd be ridiculous if you could count the playoffs for a season long award. Yeah, I can do whatever I want. <laughs> it does. It always makes it feel like and he's not vaccinated. Not <laughs> <laughs> it's a little weird. I guess it'd just be like you know, it'd be hard not to give it to a player who won the Super Bowl. Yeah, if that happened. I guess, but. I don't know. It, it is a little weird. Um, it's yeah, all Lamar Jackson's in the Pro Bowl. It's all <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's like the, the thing with Lamar Jackson that I like pointed out is like voting started like it starts for the Pro Bowl in like week four. So it's like Lamar Jackson was like an MVP candidate for like, you know, the first like half of the season. So at that point, he's getting all the votes and. Jura Burrow's like maybe getting some votes in like week yeah. after the Pro Bowl is like already decided. <laughs> I guess I don't even care that Joe Burrow's not in the Pro Bowl. Well, it's just it just I don't like. Didn't Josh Allen not even make it? He did not. Well, he didn't. He didn't have that. Uh, he had a tough start. Of the that that I guess season. that's true. He had a yeah. He, he also just got bounced. So did Patrick Mahomes though. <laughs> well, he just got bounced in the playoffs, so it's kind of like. What's the big deal about John Allen? Sure. He only threw like <laughs> nine touchdowns in two games. Uh, yeah. I mean, when Joe Flacco has more Super Bowls than you, it's like, are you like, <laughs> also just I mean, clearly not a top five quarterback, according to Reed. I think Joe Burrow's way better. I think the world is I mean, I'd rather have Joe Burrow. I think the world has forgotten that Eli Manning has two Super Bowl championships. So. Okay. Need a reminder. Better than any quarterback left in the playoffs. He is a two-time Super Bowl champion. Unbelievably <laughs> awesome. And he is freaking money on those Peyton and Eli casts. Yes. <laughs> I love him. Because he's not doing a show. He doesn't really care. He's just like, fine, let's just do it. Like, so you're going to anytime. Bring that energy. It's it's so good. I do feel like yeah. it was just kind of a perfect ending to that season of that show where Peyton Manning can't hear anything and it's just the Eli <laughs> by himself. 
This is awesome. That is so good. I enjoyed that. I hope they do it again, honestly. I'm sure they will. I think it was it was did pretty well, right? I mean, at least people were talking about it. I don't know what the radio is. Undoubtedly, ESPN would want them to do it again. I just don't know if yeah. Manning Brothers would do it again. But the, I listened to an interview with them. They enjoyed it because they're like, well, we can do it from home. Like, we yeah. don't have to travel. We don't have to do anything else. Like, yeah. we can just watch the game together, and it's kind of fun. We don't even have to do any preparation for the game. Yeah. just, like, go out there and talk. Peyton's good, yeah. but Peyton tries. Like, Peyton tries. Yeah. Uh, Eli, you don't even need to change the batteries in your smoke alarm, dude. Okay. Eli's just hanging out, man. He's just having a good time. I freaking love it. And he's just got – he just – I also, it kills me every time, like, Eli's thought of a joke, but, like, Peyton's still talking and Eli's waiting to do it. <laughs> he's, he's just – I watch that any day of the week. It's so good. And he delivers it and he laughs and doesn't care what anybody else does. And it makes me laugh every single time. Big fan. Big fan of Eli Manning. Yeah. Never thought I'd say that. <laughs> His brother has lost Super Bowls, so think about That's that. That's true. I mean, if if Tom Brady retires, then uh, Eli Manning would have more Super Bowls than any quarterback in the NFL. Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger also retired. You're right. Yep. That's there hasn't been a, that. There's no other quarterbacks that have more than one. No, Mahomes has been so. the two. But it hasn't you know, been. Yeah. might get a second one now, but we'll see. Uh, I mean, I guess that's true. Winning two Super Bowls is like weirdly yeah. hard, man. Especially it when was... Dom Brady wins all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stupidly hard. Aaron Rodgers only has one Super Bowl, and everybody thinks he's the greatest guy to ever play the position. Yeah. That is true. Drew Brees only has one, too, right? He does. And he's also retired. Yep. <laughs> Russell Wilson only has one. He was a yard away from two. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Foles only has one. Think about that. Nick Foles only <laughs> Man, we've directed so many good football games to talk about. Sorry, everybody. I, I'm not doing my job. I'm just having fun making jokes. Uh, <laughs> so that game was awesome. I was very surprised. I expected Aaron Rodgers to deliver one other freaking screw you Aaron Rodgers drive where he'd run for like 18 yards because people have him on third and 10 and they just blanket the receivers and he just kind of walks into it. Didn't happen. Did nothing. Good riddance to Aaron Rodgers. They're out of the playoffs. <laughs> Cheers. <laughs> on to the next day of football. More football <laughs> happened. More close games. We have the best quarterback to ever play the positions with zero Super Bowls. Finally has two playoff wins. Matthew Stafford. <laughs> Unbelievable. Finally, his two playoff wins. He got that monkey off his back of being the most winning quarterback without a playoff win. Yeah, this game was was crazy. I, this game, I felt like, was just more just like wild plays and things. You know, obviously, the Bucks somehow get back in this game. I, I didn't even feel like it was like you know, people talking about like, oh, it's Tom Brady being Tom Brady. But I feel like it was more just like some crazy plays that, didn't expect like yeah. you know Cam Akers fumbling twice and snap yeah. going twenty yards behind Matthew Stafford, uh, and you know kicker leaving a forty-seven yard field goal short. It's ridiculous. It took, it took all. Of it. it was nuts. I mean, the Cam Akers fumble at the halftime was. Not, I mean, he got knocked up in the air. But how many times do you see these running backs get flipped three times and they hold on the ball and smash the ground? Yeah. Uh, so like, but everyone gave it a pass. We're up so much. You know, it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Tom Brady couldn't possibly yeah. come back. And then they're like, they're trying to hype it up. And the whole time, they they actually were like, hey, he was down 28-3. to three. You know, it was Tom Brady. 
And then like he is strip sacked and everyone like me, I'm like, okay, I just was like, I see his body language, he got strip sacked. Like there's just not a chance that this happens yeah. anymore. Like it's just so over. That snap again, most important ever. <laughs> so much force behind it. How how does that happen? Like, I mean, I, I'm I've never been in that stage. I've never fully understood when the quarterback, like, he wasn't even really trying to change the play or anything. He just kind of was like looking around. And the dude just freaking threw it as hard as he could. Did he bet <laughs> on the Buccaneers or something? Like what? I mean, I guess when Vita Vea is like two inches away from your face, it's you're a little scared. I mean, maybe if like Matthew Stafford be paying attention, like it wouldn't have looked like that bad a snap. Like if if they were on the same page and it was he was snapping it on time with Stafford ready for it, I feel like Stafford could have you know caught the snap. The thing it, is, yeah. the Rams fans are are fortunate because if he would have just snapped it and it would have been at. Matthew Stafford, it would have given him a concussion. Dude, <laughs> and you lose the ball. So, I mean, they're lucky that he just basically, like, dove near the football and didn't get hurt. But uh, it's insane. I, that's what I do is if I'm a defeat, defensive lineman, I just be there behind, like, snap it. You won't do it. Come on, snap it. Throw it. You can't throw it that hard. Come on, snap the ball. That's been massive. But, yeah, that, so, like, like you said, it just was such great play by the Rams and the Buccaneers. All their flaws were exposed. There, there are many injuries on offense, not getting anything going. Their defense was getting worked over, making mistakes in the secondary for the Cooper Cup and whatnot. And then it just got so unbelievably sloppy, and that 47-yard field goal yeah. being short was insane. <laughs> and and then Brady's like, well, I mean, I might as well. Like, I might as well make a comeback. Nice. I mean, <laughs> Again, I mean, I've heard this before. This is not an original take by me, but like when Arians – had them kick the field goal in the first half down so much. Like, it looks stupid, but it's, he at least he understood. He's like, I mean, there's so much freaking time left. I'm not getting shut out. Let me just kick this field goal and see what happens. And it allowed them to tie. Because didn't the Rams also miss an yeah. extra point? No, they didn't miss an extra point. I'm getting my game. Uh, I, don't, I don't think so. No, I'm getting my games confused. They just got two field goals. That was the, that was the uh, Chiefs game. They missed the extra that was point. Chiefs, yeah. Bucker, after they – Praise yeah. Butker even shanked the field goal and yeah, missed an extra yeah. point. That, that's yeah. the Chiefs game. We'll get there. But, yeah, so the I, Ram, Rams game, super fun. I was rooting for the Rams, so, like, it became less fun, you know, or, like, they're going to lose. Uh, and then uh, I, I put – when when the Bucks are down, I put money on them to cover what – when they were – the spread jumped to six, six and a half points, I bet them to cover, and then I doubled down once it go, went to 14 and a half points, and they ended up covering both. So that was nice. That was pretty good, solid. Good, good bet yeah. by you. And the Rams still win on that. I, again, I don't know really how that happens where they're like, hey, let's run a play where their best wide receiver is going to just run past. <laughs> <laughs> no help over the top. And you got Cooper Cup. That was a friggin' bomb throw by Stafford. It was. I mean, <laughs> that, uh, apparently, like, the, the Rams you know, ran the play so fast that. You know, the Bucks didn't there was confusion on the Bucks and they it was supposed to be like a all out blitz, but not everybody got the blitz call, so some people didn't rush. I'm pretty sure he was, was gonna get that throw off anyway. It wasn't like he really held the ball that long. He saw it right away yeah. that there's like there's nobody over the top. He's like, This has never happened before. Let me just throw it to the sky. <laughs> what a bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah, I feel like you can also like still kind of defend that a little bit better if you're ready for it. Like it's yeah. not like just because you're don't have any safety back means you have to like let it just it's not like Cooper Cup has like blazing speed that he's gonna yeah. 
dart by you. But but you'll notice they didn't go with the quarterback sneak right there. I thought <laughs> that they, is they, true. They're trying to get in field goal range without timeouts. I don't know why they didn't just say, hey, Stafford, they're going to blitz you. Let's run you out the middle. And then – Well, they, they tried that on the first play, and then he fumbled it and luckily got it back. <laughs> and they're like, oh, okay, that doesn't work. Uh, Maybe we should get it to our best player. I, I forgot that that happened. I, at that point, I was like, oh, my God, this is about to lose another fumble. <laughs> yeah, in that moment, uh, Matthew Stafford was doing the full Michael Scott. No, no, no. <laughs> um, geez. But no, you'll also notice they were totally like he's up there. Snap, like, spike it, spike it. Didn't have to do yeah. a classic fake spike. They actually let him get there and touch the ball. It, was it reminded me so the, much. The announcer's like, we all learn the, the referee has to touch the ball. Yeah. <laughs> Which, I mean, what else are you going to say at the moment? It is pretty funny to bring up that joke. but And then a clutch kick. He had the leg to finish it up. And that's <laughs> get that the, dirty the story of this week. The kickers are basically all heroes, even though Gay and Butker could have easily been like just – hated by their fan bases. <laughs> Instead, people forget about it. Yeah. Uh, that was yeah. pretty sweet, uh, the comedy of errors that led to it. I mean, Mike Evans' touchdown was pretty baller. Uh, I liked how Jalen Ramsey's reaction to it was just like trying to like like he didn't just get burned for a forty yard touchdown. He just kept waving it off like, "Man, this is stupid." stupid. Yeah. <laughs> at, at the same time, it's one of those things. It's like I've been burned for the first time in my life. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna get over it, sort of deal. Yeah. <laughs> but I'm playing yeah. like six uh, different positions on this defense. <laughs> and I will say, even though I said you know this game didn't have like the feel of like a classic Tom Brady comeback. It felt more of like just a comedy of errors by the Rams, but Tom Brady still played pretty well in this game considering like his offensive line was getting worked. His yeah. receivers were all injured except for Mike Evans. And I saw Gronkowski uh, run like a 6'5", 40. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I, even Gronk was dropping some passes too. And, uh, you know, he, he did end up throwing that, that dime to Mike Evans to, uh, get the bucks back in it. So, uh, he still had a pretty good game, I think. I feel like that's what makes the NFL so nerve-wracking to just cheer for and have a team because, I mean, last year the Bucks were so healthy. Who were they missing at the end? Like, I think Vita Vea was coming back. Yeah. But besides that, they didn't have a ton of injuries. And yeah, then you go into this year, Super Bowl hopes, and you just get decimated throughout the season. <laughs> and it's like, all right. Somebody yeah, forgot to turn they're injuries also off bringing again. back all the guys that had just played 19 games the previous season. That is like, true, yeah. yeah. <laughs> kind of, I did that's not actually think the, of that's that. That's what yeah. happened to the Warriors. Like, you make the, all these finals in a row, then suddenly Clay Thompson goes down. and Suddenly yeah. <laughs> Achilles start getting <laughs> torn. Gone down. It's like when you're playing 115 games a year, like, going to get freaking hard. Uh, yeah. Not quite that amount of games, 100 games a year, but still. Uh, uh, it just kind of – a bit insane looking at it, but good job to the Rams. I'm excited for their matchups. Uh, I mean, we've already got a pretty long podcast here. I don't know if we'll, we may, maybe we'll do a second podcast to preview the matchups for next time, but we'll do, let's just cover our thoughts over the chiefs game. Yeah. I thought this was a, you know, a pretty solid game. 
I mean, 24 points in the last two minutes, and then obviously a touchdown in overtime too. So not something you see every day. It did feel weird as a Bengals fan. I'm sorry, 25 points actually, because they went for two. Goodness. Just knowing like the Bengals have to play one of these two teams, and I was like, I don't really know who I'd rather play. And then I'd have to get my mind right. I was like, okay, it looks like it's going to be the Bills. That's fine. I was like, oh, it's going to be the Chiefs. <laughs> oh, no, it's going to be the Bills. Oh, my God, how the fuck is it going to be the Chiefs? And it was just insane. Yeah, I I, I was just in, in awe of, like, this, you know, final drive. Because, like, the Bills were in that fourth and long, and you're like, uh, my, my roommate was saying, you know, the Bills got to kick a field goal here. They're like, you know, there's still two minutes left. You can get the ball back. I'm like, you're, you're going to try to get the ball back against Patrick Mahomes? I, I think easy. <laughs> your whole like, defense, yeah, you... your defense just told you to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, you got to go for this. They they end up scoring to, you know, Gabe Davis, obviously, the touchdown machine. Um, and then the, the, for, the Chiefs just score too quick. Tyree Kill just goes off and the disrespect of throwing up the deuces <laughs> when the guy's in front of you. He's yeah. like literally looking forward at the guy and throws up the peace sign as he's it was actually, easily that runs past him. That's how he runs. <laughs> hey, he didn't point at him. He was just obviously peace is a peaceful yeah. thing. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. That route, when you saw him breaking across, like just yeah. that guy is so freaking fast <laughs> yeah and then obviously bills you know go right back down score another one to gabe davis but you know 13 seconds was still too much time for the chiefs uh, yeah having the timeouts and everything is crazy i mean just look at the beginning of the game the defenses were playing so hard and doing fine but they, i mean still points are being scored even though defenses were playing well yeah, and just a testament to like Mahomes was starting to run again, was starting to figure some things out. Josh Allen doing some good stuff, and then then it's just like I don't know if everybody got tired or if they're finally like, let's use the good plays we have. Blew <laughs> up, incredible, and just I mean, I I I have no idea. I just was awesome. So setting the scene for me, I'm sitting in my house watching this game on my phone because I'm an idiot and didn't realize how unbelievably amazing it was going to be. Have it on my phone. I'm playing Rocket League on the TV. <laughs> and then all my friends are asking me, like, why are you sucking at Rocket League? And I was like, I, I can't watch the game. I, I can't watch the game. <laughs> like, this is unbelievable. And just it's going through. And I'm trying to talk to Jazzy. I'm trying to talk to people on Rocket League, all of which are not watching the game. And I'm like, I'm not getting the proper reaction to how just unreal the I'm watching and how fun it is. Uh, and, it, and it's not even like the defense is making that many mistakes. It's just like the offense is just too good at that point for the defense. The defense is trying. They're tired. But it's just like they've held them down this long and they just can't do it anymore. And this explosion happens. And then, of course, when overtime's going to happen, my stream breaks. And I got to call Alex here <laughs> the last few plays of the game. This freaking nuts. And but yeah, to me, it seemed weird on that Bills drive. Of course, you can call, you know, the call timeouts. You're going to say yes to everything they did because they lost the game. It seemed weird to me that they were kind of doing the classic, like, defend the sidelines type defense. Yeah. 
when the Chiefs had all these timeouts and there's not that much time on the clock. I did, yeah. I, I did not get uh, that. Yeah, it was a little weird. I, I mean, obviously, you know, Tony Romo pointed out that they should have, you know, kicked it up and kicked it short so that they had to waste some seconds to return it. Um, I I agreed, but I was like, yeah, it's not that big a deal. There's 13 seconds left. Yeah, Probably not going to be able to get in field goal range. And the Chiefs did it. It seemed so easy for the Chiefs. Like, obviously, that first... <laughs> they left Travis Kelsey so open on, like, the post. <laughs> yeah, that was... Why? not great defense but it's also like i feel like tyree kill and travis kelsey are two of like the hardest people to guard in that i mean yeah or any situation but especially like there's like no way to guard travis kelsey that he he, that they they're not gonna have a chance to make that play i probably could have made it a little bit tougher for him but uh, i feel like anyway you you at least call the defense there's a way for you to get burned the offenses, those two players, and Patrick Mahomes playing quarterback. Again, they did not do a quarterback draw to get in the field goal range. Yeah, surprise. Uh, you know, going uh, going unconventional. Even with the two timeouts. <laughs> Didn't, Didn't even need shot. to get the ref to spot it. You know, they... Un- unbelievable. It was just it is incredible. I don't know what my favorite – part of that was but just it was it was just fun man i i love not being a fan of either of those teams yeah Yeah. i was i was texting with randy who's a bills fan and he was uh, he was losing his mind uh uh, these uh uh each of the you know touchdowns that happened and then uh, i thought it was funny at the start of overtime he was like alex this isn't supposed to happen tails isn't supposed to fail But it did. That would have been fun to play the Bills, and me and Randy could have had a rematch, but, you know, with our actual teams instead of Dynasty. (laughs) I like the Bills in that matchup. Probably. (laughs) I, yeah, I still, like, it doesn't feel right that the Bengals are here. Like, I'm just waiting to get (laughs) blown out. (laughs) Bengals Bengals will compete, man. They'll put up 10 points. (laughs) (laughs) I kid, I kid. There's going to be no refereeing calls that go against you, Reeb. It's going to be so much fun to watch. No. Well, I mean, the Chiefs fans are already like, if the refs didn't give the Bengals the last game, <laughs> we would have won. The Packers are back of like, Rams, could you not have just beaten the 49ers for me, please? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Maybe, yeah. And also, you know, maybe this proves Zach Taylor right for going for it on the fourth down. That's what I saw. The, you leave the Chiefs, yeah. you know? I saw that, and like, I'm sure he's like, "Oh, thank God that happened." Like, <laughs> <laughs> people can stop saying how much of an idiot I am. <laughs> Definitely but, not true, but I, I, <laughs> I do not, not want to give Patrick Mahomes any time. Like, I, I would not either. I would, but like, I would have, if I was the Bills, I would have surprised <laughs> onside kicked it so I could get the ball back. <laughs> that that would have been pretty bold. I saw a lot of people saying they should pull like a Ravens where like just hold them. Just hold Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill and take the five yard penalty. For real. But like what happens to the time there? I don't understand. The, the clock stops on the penalty. I know, but you still wait it's thirteen seconds. Like if I hold him for five seconds and yeah. then he spikes the ball because he can't throw to anybody. That's five seconds it's off, and then you got like one play. Well, they, I mean, they can blow it. They can call the penalty before they spike it. They can just call you for I'm just saying, holding play. It's at least going to take three to four seconds. They can, on the clock. 
they can reset the clock to when the penalty happened. Yeah, when the it's a dead ball penalty, like it. Well, why the hell didn't that happen to the Ravens? No, you can't end the game on a penalty. But I'm saying three, four seconds is going to come off the clock when you do that, and then I mean, but like when you're holding them, there's still going to be three, four seconds until they run the play anyway. Like it's not going to be like you're holding them like while they're about to snap it. So it's like Just about the same amount of time. Coach, why do you want us to do this? <laughs> <laughs> Am I just missing a rule? I'm saying like the ball is snapped, and then you just like. Oh, you're saying the during the play? You hold. Yeah, I thought you were saying like the delay, like after they no, 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 it, like, no. You do, what, you do what the Harbaugh Ravens did. That's what the I'm Ravens talking about. Yeah. Oh yeah, you, I you could do that. Um, the game didn't really. end on that penalty, and I think they made a rule change that you can't do it twice in a row or something. But I don't know. It but seems like a personal it, huh? uh, But yeah, I mean that's still like kind of. Like you have to actually grab them. I mean, what are you gonna if if they shake the guy and then just burn him? I, mean, I would hope do? if you're trying to just tackle a guy, like your entire job is to guard them and be close to them. If you wanted to just tackle them or trip them, you'd be able to do that. I would hope. Just wait till when the Bengals lose on their game winning you have the Chiefs. You're, <laughs> you're one on one with Tyree Kill in the open field. I, I don't know. That, like... Just grab him. Just grab his <laughs> collar. <laughs> I don't know. Obviously, anything is better than what they actually did. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. I mean, yeah, we can, you know, second guess it, but like yeah. they were just trying to play defense. They failed miserably. And <laughs> yeah. now we're here. Well, I mean, what you do before all of that is you just don't let the Chiefs score ever, and you. Yeah. <laughs> that's my, that's my, I, I don't mind the overtime rules. I think the overtime rules make sense, but it is frustrating when your team doesn't touch the ball. Uh, yeah. But it, it, was Randy complaining at all? No, he he wasn't complaining about the overtime rules. Uh, you, just, he, you just complained because you lost the game. That's it. That's, yeah, hundred percent. It. You just lost a very intense game that you wanted yeah. to win, and you're like, "Ooh, I wanted to yeah. win." It's like that doesn't happen. Like, yeah, yeah. and you're like complaining that you like you know didn't get a chance to ball to touch the ball in overtime. It's like you had a chance to touch the ball the entire game. Like yeah. that happens at the end of the game where like the team with the ball last scores and the other team doesn't get a chance to get the ball back. The like, other three te- happens. The other team, over. Other three teams that lost, lost on the last second field, but I didn't get a chance to kick my, my field goal. <laughs> if you're like after the game, you like see like the team, that, you know, had this, the other team had like one extra possession at the end of the game. Like that's not fair. <laughs> like uh, <laughs> we should I mean, both be forced to end the game with the same number of points. <laughs> get the ball enough times in a row that I can tie you. They and tie, then, and then, then, we see who wins. then we see who wins. the NFL decides that this game was so good that the Bengals just get screwed and they don't move on, and then the Bills <laughs> Chiefs just play each <laughs> other again. We we know we're gonna piss off the thirteen Bengals fans, <laughs> but that's a risk we're willing to take. Me and Scott are gonna be in a a chat just. No, I think screaming. it's fine. I, I've, maybe I've just gotten used to it. I think there's some other pretty creative suggestions, but no one likes the college overtime either. So it's just kind of like I don't, I don't think have any issues. I think I don't a lot of people love college. it. I, I don't. I don't particularly want that to be in the NFL. Like I think it's fine for college, but um, it's just I a lot less football when you just say, "Hey, you're here on in the red zone." Yeah, I think you should start it 
obviously further back. Like don't start it on the twenty five. Like I say, you college. do the reverse. You force everyone to start on the half yard line and see like you win when you get something. <laughs> I've, it is funny when college just turns into you're literally just doing two point conversions after the first couple overtimes. Yeah, and it just becomes insanity. Yeah, but I mean, I, I think this game, you know, ended. Uh, I mean, maybe pe- a lot of people disagree, but I think it ended pretty perfectly with the you know team with the ball last went down, scored a touchdown. Is neither of these defense are going to stop at the end, and you know. You had your chance to stop the Chiefs with 13 seconds, yeah. so you can't. Yeah, you can't complain when you really should have won the game <laughs> in regulation. Uh, I'll ask you now, Reeb. You're different than both me and Alex because you're probably actually going to still somehow choose your quarterback. But pretend you don't have Joe Burrow. You're still with Andy Dalton. If I give you the choice right now, contracts the same. You can have Patrick Mahomes going forward or Josh Allen going forward for the Bengals. Alex, for you, the football team, for me, the Lions, who do you pick? Probably Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, I don't know that that's really a question. (laughs) You can pick Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Josh Allen was awesome in this game and probably just as good as – I'm just trying to think. For me, as like a Lions fan, where our whole team sucks, (laughs) I think Josh Allen gives us that extra element of like a power back type stuff. I think there's just – I think he'll make it better in that sense quicker. I think if you're going overall, like I want my team to be the best it ever can be is Patrick Mahomes. But Josh Allen at least makes that a conversation compared to like two years ago where it's like this dude can't throw it 15 yards to (laughs) – Yeah, for sure. I mean, he was awesome in this game. He's clearly one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, but it's hard to pick anybody over Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I'll take Um, Tom Brady's seven Super Bowls. (laughs) (laughs) I'll take Tom Brady right now. Well, uh, I would take Tom Brady right now. We had Jared Goff. I mean, I take him for the uh, like over <laughs> Taylor Heineke, but <laughs> I, I don't need like I'll I'll roll the dice. If he's going to retire after the season. <laughs> we'll we'll take that chance. Um, but I did think like this game was so good that I was like thinking about like where it ranks and like the t- best games I've ever seen. So I did do a ranking of the top ten games of my my football watching life. From which is started like 2005, really, when I really started watching the NFL. Um, so number 10, I put the 2014 NFC Championship game. That was the Seahawks-Packers crazy ending one. Um, Stupid two-point conversion where Russell Wilson's like on yeah. the right sideline and chucks it to the left sideline. <laughs> that, that was insane. The branding before that, Brandon Bostic freaking drops the onside <laughs> kick. Uh, so that was a... I, I thought that game was just a good joke. The narrative, like the Seahawks played kind of terrible football for most of the game, but then the crazy ending and Jermaine curse catching the game winning touchdown in overtime after in regulation, he was targeted four times and all four were interceptions. <laughs> good joke. Hilarious. Um, number nine, I put the, uh, the helmet catch the giant super bowl. Um, I put it lower because like most of the game sucked. I remember like the Super Bowl is just so boring, especially since I was just like so convinced the Patriots were going to win. I'm like, why are we even watching? <laughs> Game's decided. But then obviously the end was pretty classic, so I had to put that on there. Uh, number eight was the only regular season game was the Chiefs-Rams. Jack, you and I watched that together. Yeah, uh, down. That was a uh, pretty insane uh, game. Maybe, really maybe they just a... kind of stopped playing defense. Yeah. No. <laughs> Game that supposedly defenses were just no longer a thing. 
may have been reignited with this Bills Chiefs game, but uh, <laughs> they they came back. Uh, number seven was the 2013 NFC Championship game. That was the Richard Sherman, uh, oh, you know, talking one. trash on Michael yeah. Crabtree. Um, I thought that was just an awesome game between two division rivals, uh, and then Richard Sherman making the play for the Seahawks defense at the end was was awesome. Um, number six, I had the 49ers Saints game, if you remember that, between like Alex Smith and Drew Brees in the playoffs, where they kept going back and forth. You guys remember that oh, when Vernon Davis caught that the was game? Vernon Davis, the... like, catch part three catch or whatever. Catch three, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I hadn't even thought about that game, but I was just looking at games. I was like, oh my God, that game was awesome. Because um, wasn't there like a punt where it just like grazed a Saints player and it kind of changed the momentum of the game? I don't remember who that was, though. Uh, I don't remember that part, but I, I, I remember like, I remember like Alex Smith had that like long touchdown run to take the lead for the 49ers at the end. Oh, and yeah. Drew Brees went down and took the lead for the Saints and then Vernon Davis made that catch at the end. Um, so it was kind of similar to this, you know, Chiefs, uh, Bills game. Um, number, number five, I put the Bills Chiefs. I thought it was just kind of a better version of that game because it was like two teams that I think were a little bit further ahead and you know two quarterbacks who were at the top of their game um so it was kind of a similar duel there um number six i put the 2008 super bowl i tried to take my like personal bias out of that so i didn't like the you know steelers won this one but it was a pretty good game overall that uh, <laughs> larry fitzgerald you know went off and came back for the cardinals wanted to see kurt warner win that one but uh pretty incredible finish there uh, number four, I had the 28-3 comeback, the Falcons-Patriots. Um, obviously, that was a pretty good game. Uh, biggest comeback in Super Bowl history by far. Julio's catch in that game on the sideline still is just an unbelievable yeah. tier catch. And then they didn't even score on that drive. I couldn't believe it. When he caught that ball, <laughs> he caught that ball that's when I said they gave Delver. Like, they, they did just enough. They could seal it. And then they – Really Shanahan it. Yeah. Uh, and then number two, I had the uh, 2006 AFC Championship game. That was Peyton Manning coming back against Tom Brady. Um, that 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 was like one of the first games where I was like, that was super invested in, and uh, that you know my team wasn't playing in. That you know you know to the Peyton Manning couldn't get over the Patriots, and they were killing him 21 to three. It, uh, right before halftime, and then they, they scored twenty, made it twenty-one to six before halftime. But um, you know, then then Peyton Manning coming back, and then it was turned into like a shootout between Brady and Manning. Uh, and then you know, Peyton, the narrative, you know, Peyton finally getting the monkey off his back and getting to a Super Bowl. Um, at the time, I didn't really like Peyton Manning, so I wasn't you know happy with the result. But like now, I love Peyton Manning, and also like thinking about like how invested I was in the game that that game was pretty pretty you didn't like Peyton Manning I didn't like Peyton Manning early in his career I don't really know why it was like one of the first times I watched him was like against you know the Redskins and uh watched him like tear apart our team and <laughs> <laughs> just didn't really like him after that Me and then not about myself right <laughs> <laughs> and then and then also playing against him in Madden was so annoying because they just had in the computer in Madden when they were Peyton Manning. He would just audible like eight times. I'm like, why would you throw him this in? This is so frustrating. It's real. want to play the game. <laughs> um, 
but yeah, I didn't like Peyton Manning at that point, but uh, still an awesome game. And then number one was the uh, 2014 Super Bowl, the Malcolm Butler pick at the end. Uh, I think that's definitely my number one. I mean, it was just like the two best teams that season, the, the greatest quarterback of all time against the best defense of the decade. Uh, you know, he was down 10 in the fourth quarter, comes back, and obviously the great way to end it with the crazy play at the one. Um, and yeah, I thought I thought that was just just an awesome game. Yeah, pretty freaking ridiculous. Uh, have you ever considered the 2006 Rose Bowl? Uh, I was only factoring NFL games, but that was a great game. That game was out of the freaking world. Is that the Texas yeah. USC game? Yes. That, that that game is my favorite football game I've ever watched. Um, it was incredible. But yeah, the Cowboys Lions game. Yeah, that's uh, that's that really left that one off there. Yeah, um, really <laughs> some, some games that I were honorable mention. There was the Minneapolis Miracle that Stefan Diggs. Uh, that was that was my real one. I thought of it when you were talking. That was my real one to say, like, hey, what about that game? Uh, yeah, I just thought like that game. I, I it was an awesome ending. I will always remember watching that ending. I was at Glory Days when I watched that, but um, <laughs> I just thought the game before that it wasn't like that great it was like the vikings were just kind of stomping the saints and then the saints like came back at the end um so i mean it, it was a good game for sure it was definitely definitely up there but uh just just didn't quite crack my top 10 uh and then there was like the 2017 super bowl the eagles patriots that was that was a pretty good game you know going uh, back to the the uh 2014 i, I always loved that run in the nfc because I thought it was so funny that the Cowboys were screwed on that catch um, that goes against them, and then it was before like, that the Lions got screwed. Yeah, the Lions got screwed. We don't. We don't. The PI. We don't. Okay, Lions got screwed by the Cowboys in the PI debacle, which is just the most atrocious, atrocious, <laughs> Like I don't understand how that was allowed to exist. Nobody cares about the Lions, and that's why uh, Cowboys get screwed on the catch thing. And then the Packers get just destroyed on the you know two point and uh, the like freaking onsides, and then the Seahawks get destroyed on the pick. Like it just is like perfect. Yeah. Like you just win heartbreak after game. heartbreak. You're, yep. somehow, you're somehow going to lose by something worse. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you're going to throw 2015 Bengals Steelers on there just. To- with me <laughs> that would have been a good joke what was, um, what was the patriots game they lost when steven ridley got knocked out literally on the field and fumbled the ball i think that was the 2012 uh afc championship was that with the, oh wait no that wasn't that game was also thought, super good but i was like think you got to put a rule in for like what if they, what if he died what if he just died as a human being and dropped the ball you're still gonna like <laughs> his last living thing is he fumbled and he loses the game like well the ball's still alive because that's essentially what happened. And the problem was he was so flexible. If he wasn't as flexible, his body would have <laughs> gone down sooner, but it, like stretched out and his knee was like the, the best camera in the world saw it's, you know, a hair above the grass. So that was the same thing with the, what was it, the 49ers? Who was like the really good 49ers linebacker? Who, Patrick Willis or Navarro Patrick, Bowman? Navarro Bowman. It was Navarro Bowman. Who got, who got. He like destroyed. Yeah, he got the, he like picked up the fumble recovery and then his leg just snapped. <laughs> And then, yeah. like, because his leg snapped, his knee shouldn't have been on the ground, but it was on the ground. 
<laughs> like he should have had the ball, but then he dropped it because he thinks his life is ending. <laughs> I forget who they were even playing, but then they're like, "Oh no, they got the ball back." I think it may have been the Seahawks. I think it was that Seahawks game. Yeah. Who was? Who wasn't on the on the Jets? That um, it was a regular season game, but he like caught a ball streaking down the field. It was wide open, like for a touch. Was it Emmanuel Sanders? No, it was, it was Antonio Holmes. Antonio Holmes. Wide open touchdown, just absolute hamstring cramp or whatever. Just <laughs> he throws the he ball. throws it up. <laughs> the most the most human reaction you'll see out of any of these guys because these guys are are unbelievable athletes. Intelligence that's incredible. Most human thing ever. Of his leg blows up and he just screws everything. <laughs> I don't like the thing is I didn't blame him for a second. I just have never seen a pro athlete do that. Yeah. <laughs> At yeah, least that. throw it out of bounds. Or something. <laughs> Come on. Uh, oh my gosh, it's it's insane. But man, I, football—it's tough to beat football, and football is good. Like it can be yeah. slow. There can be some different games that like people don't really like because they don't fully like get into it. But like when football is going, like that Chiefs game, awesome. there's, just, there's nothing like it. Like I love basketball. Basketball might be my favorite sport, but. You know, there's some great basketball games, but the fact that like football is one and done, like this is it. Bills are gone, even though they look like the best team in the NFL in the playoffs, and yet they're still gone. It's good job by you, football. Yeah, NFL was like we needed this after the terrible Super Wild Card weekend, <laughs> and after a season long of like Saints Dolphins on Sunday night. <laughs> Oh, man. I do love it. Well, yeah, like I said, we'll have to do a, a short pod, or you can always read our pick to really go through our, our highlights for the uh, the championship games uh, at this point. We've already been live for an hour 15, and I know our, our listeners would you know, perhaps perhaps yeah. have the chance to uh, take a break. They, they love these long episodes. <laughs> <laughs> our metrics show they stay tuned for the whole time. Yeah, they got for the overreaction. <laughs> Wait for it. Overreacting. My overreaction is the uh, Bengals should not pay their offensive line. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I did have a quick overreaction. If we're doing it real quick, uh, I think that Peyton Man- or uh, not Peyton Manning, Sean Payton uh, retirement was uh, was just a promotional um, activity for the. The movie that's coming out <laughs> on Netflix. So, Goodness gracious! It's coming out tomorrow. I'm going to be watching it. It's already it's, coming out. Yeah, it's out coming out tomorrow. One, one trailer. Of the game. Oh my gosh! <laughs> I thought it was coming out later this year. Nope, coming out tomorrow. I'm going to watch it and uh, we'll talk about it on the next pod. I think it's actually going to surprise us and be pretty good. <laughs> I think I, it's going to be good by being very bad, but uh, <laughs> I, still I love expect the, to enjoy it. I still love the Peyton Manning commercial when he's teaching the kids football, like in the schoolyard, and he's just yelling at them and like beaming kids with the ball. <laughs> yeah, that was the SNL skit. Yeah. The SNL skit. I that's, a, that's a great one. Or the, <laughs> the kid that tells Cam Newton he's going to be better than him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Not that hard now. Yeah. Yep. I still would not want to tackle Cam Newton. I would just love yeah, to what are you talking about. 
That's why he gets those touchdowns every game. I just let, I just <laughs> let him throw it. I'll be like, I'm not gonna tackle you. You can throw the ball. I like my chances. <laughs> oh gosh, uh, Reeb, you got a quick overreaction? Yep. Uh, yeah, I think if the Bengals somehow make it to the Super Bowl, uh, I think we're going to have our first Super Bowl at 1 o'clock Eastern time because apparently <laughs> the Bengals are not allowed to play in prime time. Um, Andy Dalton they had one, <laughs> they had one for Thursday night game. Super Bowl. This is my game. <laughs> <laughs> one... One primetime game the entire year against the Jags early on in the season. No Sunday night games. No Monday night games. Got the first slot in each round of the playoffs, including up against the Chiefs. Why couldn't that have been the case when Andy Dalton was your quarterback? Uh, Apparently, they just didn't want them to win then. Um, But now primetime Joey Burrow is a bit too much for the league to handle. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I think we're going to have a midday (laughs) Super Bowl. (laughs) That was surprisingly good, Reeve. I'm proud of you. It's been a good pod, everybody. So many good things in football. We all hope you're enjoying football, but more importantly than that, please enjoy your jokes and your cokes responsibly. Alex, would you make it uncomfortable? Pro Football Jokes. Make it uncomfortable.